0: Good afternoon. In Shalos Chovis Minchas Yitzchak Hey Zion, we find the following shaila. Now, before I get to the shaila, just uh, in case anyone needs to know what Minchas Yitzchak is, of course, Rabbi Yitzchak Yaakov Weiss from Galicia. Then he lived in Moncach. Survived the Holocaust. Was well, in Romania for a few years. Then the communism. He went to Manchester, that's where he started printing his shuvas. and um, Tufshin Lamed, he uh, made the switch to the Eidah in Yerushalayim, and he went up in the ranks, was the leader of the Eidah passed away in the year of Tufshin know that he had uh, certain connections with the Rebbe, we're not going to get into every detail, uh, we know the mashal, the Tav Shem Yad the Rebbe sent him Ha'aris on He'lek Aleph of the Sefer, and the we have his uh, Ha'aris to the Rebbe's Ha'aris. And B'amas in the Shir, when we talk about uh, the Din of Teichacha, as the Yisoy, maybe to be of Yidden, so we mentioned that in L'Quit HaSichas, the Rebbe is Mitzayin, to the Minchas Yitzchak, uh, when you look it up, the Minchas Yitzchak is agreeing with the Chiva of the Sat Mirav about building a mikveh for a community that wasn't so religious, etc., Hmm? No. After he, uh, even after he, he switched to the Ada, there was still a certain connection with Chabad. I saw there's a whole story. that in Tav they made an atzeres, tashbar, meya uh, due to the Antebi situation. And uh, some Levavitchers went to him and they were able to convince him that uh, at the atzeres they should uh, be mached as the 12 psukim that the Rebbe had just uh, compiled. And he was maskim and they did it. So, stamp. After this very Hashvah, uh, now we can truly appreciate this name, the, the the Shakla and the Shaila in Minchas So, the Shaila Minchas Yitzchok begins Shaila, Yeshi Tanubi Reynu. Now, who's the one talking here? So, the, there's a Kata here, and it's signed tsvili Melech Shlita of Munkach. So, who's he? Born and raised in Munkach, we can assume maybe they knew each other from before. He also survived the Holocaust. He lost his whole family. He started a new family after the war. He stayed in Munkach. But then it became part of Ukraine, communist Ukraine. KGB was going after him. He ended up in Siberia till Stalin died. And it seems like he ended up back in Munkach until he went up there to Tafshin Chavav. He passed away in Tavshin and Gimel. What's interesting is that he has an especially strong or interesting connection to Chabad because in the year Tafshin Gimel, 1943, in the middle of the Holocaust, though, before it reached Hungary, he actually printed, Tfilim of Kalash and Munkac, printed a special edition of the Tanya in Munkac with a skarmas from the Rabban and the Talmudim of the Munkacer. And he actually added his own chibur Todis Balatanya in the, I think, here at the back of the safer. Um, and it's listed, you look at the list of Tanyas, it's one of the, it's up there at the beginning. So that's an interesting connection. Also interesting that I came across, it seems that one of his daughters is actually married to a shliach in Latvia, so he has a... Uh, anyway, back to the question, which seems to be from Tafsin Chavhe in Munkach. So he says, in our city, we have close to 10 young men with the following Shaila. After, uh, the, after World War II, the Holocaust, a lot of families were moving around, and the women were separated from their husbands. So there were a number of unfortunate cases where the men marrying women didn't do uh, due diligence, proper research, and they just picked, the, they married the first woman they met, and it was just a few months after uh, after the Shechurur, after uh, being liberated. So there was no real Maneigamot, so there was no Rav to guide them in their marriages, and after half a year or a year, it happened that uh, the original husbands of these women actually simply showed up. I don't know how common it was, with the Holocaust overall, but he's talking about the people at least here in Munkach, and people had been simply, you know, captured, held somewhere, and they came back, and the, the women were already pregnant. And so we have, a and the women actually stayed with their second husbands. That's the story, that's the situation, sadly, in Munkach after the war. So now we have these bachurim these you know unfortunate young men. They're already time for them to get married, and now what should they do? So even though uh, you know, we have the shulchan aruch, but what should I do? Please tell me. That's the question by Abikhalish. Now we've already discussed different issues in Yerushim before, but this is the issue I would like to discuss today. Lechayira, what can you do with a uh, clear mamsar? You uh, say so you'd think, huh? True, but. We're talking about ten men over here. We didn't mention any girls. <laughs> I don't know. We have ten men we're asking about. So, there's nothing you can do, right? The moms are... Uh, but actually, i is going to discuss a solution that might be surprising to you if you haven't heard of it. If you have heard of it. So he says, he begins by quoting this Eitzah. There's an Eitzah in Kiddushin, or and Eimer, Litar. It's a simple uh, formula how to... Launder Mamzerim. What do you do? Mamzer marries the Shifcha, so now the son follows the mother, so he's an Evad. And then the Mamzer can be her, the son, and then the son becomes a Ben Chaydin. And he doesn't have the Yechos of his father, so he's his father's son on some level, but he doesn't have his father's Yechos, he's a, an Evad that became a Ben Chaydin. <laughs> I didn't, uh, I didn't get into that detail over here. So. But the way the Mishnah says it is although I think, Jonathan from the rest of discussion, we'll see that the Pashtas, you're being a shakhir, her. But then you can't her. Why can't you stay married to her? You can marry her, a else... Okay. Well, the children after that, yeah, would be Mam right. So, if you marry to regular giatis, the children remain may but over here, of course, there's a shivcha, so that's stronger. So it, the children follow her, and then they become like fresh Jews, all of a sudden, newly born uh, Jews. And Moira says, I'm going to read them a shmolach, like a tarfan, not just the there's a Misa that. Samoyi's uh, host was a mamzer, and Samoyi told him, ah, if we would have come to you before you got married, I would have told you this the same eitzat, uh, take a shifcha. Halachim, Rambam, Halachim, Shulchan Aruch, Evin, Ezzesim, Endal, Tzifchaf, no one disagrees. Ah, often a halacha. He says, by the way, I was wondering, if you hold that a mamzer is chayim, mitzvah, privu, then chayra, you're not a chayim, mitzvah, privu, this way. But fine, that's a separate discussion, but the um, said this is what the mission of the and the Rambam, and the Shulchan Aruch say, Right, but there is a... it has a chiyah proravu, so a you know, bit of an interesting conundrum. No one disagrees. This is the Yitzvah. So, uh, by the way, why dafka shifcha? Why not? If you're really doing it, why not just use a, a goyta? So, the halacha is, that a regular allowed to marry a shifcha or a goya. What we're saying here is that the mamzer is allowed to marry a shifcha for this purpose, but he still, he would not be still allowed to marry a goya, um, and there, there's a Ran there, huh? That's that's where we're getting there. That's where the discussion is heading. Ah, uh, that's what that's the context there. He's marrying a shifcha. Yeah. His shifcha. So the Ran says that uh, why is the mamzer takemarit allowed? The shifcha. The Khair and all the in the You're not to marry shifcha. So why is it different than a regular Yitz? It was also, even an Evin is not to marry a shivcha. Um, so Abedin Tam answers that the law of shivcha is different. The Torah didn't say lo yi ya We learn this uh, mitzvah from the Pasuk, lo that someone who marries a shivcha is a kodesh. So we could say that a mamzer is not included because a mamzer in a certain way already is a kodesh. So if the problem of shivcha, the way the Torah worded it, is lo we could say he's Kaddish v'oim Okay? That's, so, um, to marry, uh, for a regular year, marrying a Shifcha or a is both Deir Eisa. A Mamser to marry a Nachres is also Deir Eisa. But a Shifcha, there's no way to Deir Eisa, and Chocham said, fine, go ahead, we're trying to help him here. Anyway, the Rambam, so the Rambam holds that uh, there's no way to even, by A only Midrabanan, and it's more cow than the regular Isser of marrying a, goy, a goyta. And this is, like he says, Kamesh and the beishmul. Now, what we're, we're heading here is, like I said, we're heading here towards a discussion of slavery nowadays. This is as much a discussion about Mamzayim as it is a discussion about slavery. And we're going to get further on to this question as a practical question, which of course you can always find a way to tie it into current events. We're not getting into that. But this Shuvah, the Maraj Dam, is one of the important Shuvahs on the topic of slavery in more modern times. But for now, we're actually just bringing it for this detail about what's the Isra Shivcha. So if you look in the Maraj Dam, there's some science here today, the shaila was, someone had a Shivcha, and he went from one land to another. And now he wanted to marry the shifrach off to a regular yid. So the people there asked him, is this shifrach from?" aris? And he said, yeah, I gave her a get shichar already where I, where I came from, a play, plenty of plenty. And uh, she also said, I got my get This is in the, the he's a, the dam is in Saloniki in the 1500s. This is the, the period we're talking about. So the question was, do we trust them? That was the question at that time question was, some say that otherwise we should assume she's still a shifcha. So we're asking the Marshtam what he thinks, and does he have to bring Edim, first of all, that it's his shivcha. like well, how much evidence do we need here, right? And certain aspects of Yoch's will be discussed, if he didn't show up and say that he didn't, what level of proof there is. What's the level of proof over here? That was the question. We're not getting into that, but so he starts he gets starts answering and he says that a person is nemo to say this is my shivcha. Give her a get and if she agrees, then for sure then she can marry a regular and call she can if she uh, already got married. Why not? of course. Yeah. Um, so we'll see, as we discussed in the fifteen hundreds. In the fifteen hundreds it was still uh, apparently a thing. Um so uh, and then, the mashdam says, "Kaid called Before I get into this whole discussion, I want to say, "Bichlal," that uh, let's say she's not meshichneres, and then she marries uh, ben chayyim. What would the problem even be? Is that the rishon? Is it the Rabbana? And his conclusion was, from the Rambam, he, was, he goes there with He goes to the Rambam. He says, Shaminon, that uh, it's. Um, so, you know, he said, from, my are talking to me, Mary, Mary, So we see that he, he goes with this idea that there's a difference between a Shifra and a goya. Anyway, that's all uh, a side point. So, Luchayda, we have a great solution here, potentially. So that was question number one. Is this a solution? Technically, yes. Um, now, the big question number two is how do you go about Getting uh, shifcha nowadays, and that's tied in uh, very tightly with question number three, which is how does dinah dina factor in over here? So minchasitzok says, but if you can have this dina, of this mana which is seemingly against the law, it's illegal. So it's dina dinah, so dinah demachusah. So the machlekes also of these are from that same era. You have Marib and Lev, the Maribel. Um, and the Marshtam that we quoted, and another chuvas, they say adinu the bochus ad does apply here. So look in the Marshtam that we already quoted, we'll start with him first. So when he starts his shuvah, he says, you know, technically, I'm not, I don't really have my svarim, but it seems like it's an important question. So he says that um, that in this kingdom, the Turkish empire, no one who's not a Muslim is allowed to have a slave. That's what Ma'ashtam claims. So, if so, then something to discuss. There's no shifcha here. Right? So he seems to be saying that a shifcha cannot exist in Tegarma al-pi'alacha because seemingly of dina tabachos That's what he seems to be saying. But, he says, there are places maybe where you could. So this will at least be helpful there. And also, there are other chachamim, das chachamim, rabna, paschamim, and even in this malchus, even in we do have the same din like we have in even though I haven't seen what they say, he says. So, yiyiyah, under the assumption that this thing exists somewhere here, there, now I'm going to continue saying what I have to say. So that was his introduction where, at least he, his own opinion seemed to be, that uh, the law, the whole din shifcha doesn't exist. We're going to delve into some of this. This is what, part of what we're getting into. So, the Maribel. bell, so he's also a very important question, a very important shuvah, and this question, as we'll see, was asked to many chacham at that time. It was an almana. she had a shifcha, she took her when she was six, she raised her, and when she was nine, when the almana was, when they were both in the base villa both the almana, the gvirta, and the, the shifcha, she begged to also teivel, so she teiveled in front of her uh, owner, and another uh, Jewish woman who was there, and from then on she acted. If she can marry a mamzer, you know, can we do? Can we use her for this purpose? So the Bell says okay, the same shipment, the same, uh, that was maybe part of the question. So part of the question, as the Marty Bell phrases it, is. Can we be multiple, you know, forget about that, what happened then. Can we be multiple her now, the shame of this? Let's say it's still a possibility, and you can table her now and say, we'll we'll start now. She's a shifcha now. Could we actually use the solution now? Maribel brings this question up. Could she marry a mamzer? Legally, all these slaves... So in other words, he's saying that there is some kind of illegal... Under the under behind the scenes, the, the Jews are practicing slavery in the Turkish Empire, but it's not really legal. So he says, "Well, I miss in Spain. There's an Mukiyesa that says that if the guy makes the person a slave first, so captures him in war, so then uh, the Yid can buy the slave off of him. That just simplifies the process of how the person came in heaven. In the first place, he's already an The guy already made him an abbot, and now you're just buying him off of him. So." Become a, an avid but he says, that was in their kingdom. And our Malchus, we see that it's only ba'am. you want to call it whatever you want, technically, they're just simply our employees. Um, he says, and after looking into the whole subject of Din and Makhusadina, and Marik wrote a lot of smart. Marik is one of the Makhredis who deals with this whole question of how does Din work and where does it apply. Um, so he says, based on my research, Mary says, they do not allow Yidin to have other mashfachos. There's all kinds of tricks and ways around it, and it's technically a schidos. and uh, when you end up in court you have to provide that. It gets very tricky once you end up in court. He says, and this is not just something that came, the Sultan just came up with now, this is already Chukei HaMolachem it's already been for a few generations, which is a fact in the Malchus Ad-Dina. So, so Bell Bell says there, I think, my opinion is that in this case, everyone would agree that this is a case of and there's no, there are no shefachas. So he says, not just that I'm who hold that if it's you know, him and the kings before him, if it's been established, then it's in the but even the who says that it only applies to certain things. Only the only things that affect the king himself, the king himself has a, a stake involved. But if it's Yisroel chaver, if the kingdom is just trying to tell you how to do business with your with your haver, according to the sefer Tzuruma, the idea does not apply. But it could be that here, Evan would agree because of ushvaches by the very nature are the king is involved. Where does he get that from? This idea in Gemara in Gemara says that a king can decide if someone doesn't pay the taxes that whoever doesn't pay the tax is a slave to whoever did pay the tax. So, Mighty Bell takes from his Gemara that slavery inherently is something the king is involved in. So. Everyone would agree, according to Maybel, that uh, this is something that we're applies. So his conclusion seems to be that actually the shifchas don't exist here. So you want to talk about the solution, i you can't find the shifcha. So this leads us into this big, like I said, the third question, essentially, of Mechus and how does it apply in general and then specifically how it applies here. So Melchized mm-hmm. Yitzhak quotes is also Magan Avram and Hilch Shabbos and Simon Shindalids, which is a simon about an Eved, and uh, Eved is mitzvah and shvisa. So what are the halakhs of that? So the Shulchan Aruch itself says, a guy who's just an employee, ain't an Abba mitzuvah or shvisa So Magan Avram quotes in Reis Eisef, who quotes the Maria Bohov, that is even where it seems like you have, uh, you literally own the, the maid, but because there's always a loophole, because if they ever want to declare that they're converting to Islam, they automatically, a Jew can't own them anymore, they get freed from the Jew. So, could be that even now they have a din of skirakum. That's what the Mughan of Ram quotes. So, what does this mean? That means that l'chaer is only for you, right? It's implying that Gaim do practice slavery over here. Um, the only problem is that if a Yid is the slave owner and the slave is a Muslim, that's not allowed. That's the real problem here. And that's when the slave gets... gets uh, that's when it gets revoked. So um, what do we see here? We're saying, you know, the that the slave already now is not really a slave in the So So... Um, I... A lot of places can say Dinah demochus is only when a law is fair and equal and applies to everyone equally, which is Marik and then, um, but the law of Chesha Mishpat. But mardik himself says that even, even if it is inequality between the Jews and non-Jews, but if the law is applied across the board to all Jews, if the law is consistent for all Jews, that and that alone is already considered Shavah uh, ve'kotsuv, and it is Dinah demochus and Minchas Yitzchak says, by the way, some of these chuvahs, Vatina de are missing in the common print of the Marik that he had around then. It's clearly because of the censor, but I have the original uh, print from Daniel Bomberg uh, from the year Reishayan test. And that's where I have the chuvas from. So according to these makayras, you can't. There is no such din of a mamz being nice to a shepherd because din al din automatically, even if you try to create to to carry out such a sale, din al machus voids the sale. So shvachos don't exist. So you can't find one. And Ben Chassid says that would mean that din al din must be derei Isa, which is what the Chassam Sefer says, because it's overriding. If it wasn't Dair isra, then ultimately it should work. Must, only if it's Deir so that means it's completely overriding the Kenyanism and the Kenyanism is not a Kenyan. So, so far, based on this, so Dinah is stronger than we thought, and then that would mean there are, there are no slaves nowadays, and then we have no more solution. But then, mid, hasid, mid hasid success, we have those who disagree, and they say, we don't say Dinah For example, the Knesset which is also one of the important credits. Knesset on Evan So, it starts off and says, Shifcha, that was they took it to the mikvah, for Avdus was Manozeh. When the king says, you're not allowed, he's also from Turkey, from the same kingdom. So the khatkhila we shouldn't use this this with shifqa for a mamzer. But if they went ahead, the Vlad is mutter, Akhashin is La Akhashin is Gairu, though, that's the Maribel. That means that the Maribel really held that guy, uh, it's it's which means that she was a guy, which means that he really wasn't allowed to do that. It would work, but the other because... The Maisei, a Goy, and the uh, Goy's children are, uh, are not Mamzeidim. But then the Keres Agdele says, I found a tshuva of a Bitzak Zal, which seemingly might or could be the Arizal. And he says, in this tshuva, it says that he saw a Maisei in Kustandina, that a Mamzei tamadchacha married a shivcha, and all the mekushka gathered a devil's nisuin. Later on, someone's going to come and say, "Well, technically, it's not yisurin at all. The whole concept of Shifcha is not yisurin." But that's the language here for some reason. That everyone was at the where the moms are married the Shifcha and um, but the reason that shivah that was given was that even though the king said you can't have shvachas, but it's of melech Echad. It hasn't really become a law of the land. So Amela and even if it is dinah the machosadina still wouldn't apply to any sales that took place before the Xayda. So that was that's what the Knesset Zagodayla quotes. But this is, this is, this is, there is this idea that, at least in that case, it was not in the Chosidina. Africa really helps us nowadays, but at least some kind of argument like that. Also, the Margaret of Rome himself, i quoted the Margaret of Rome before, but you know, look at the Margaret of as if before, so the Maggid of Amritz says, and He's quoting from these makaydes: Rajdam, Maribel, Krasnagdels. Maneinu that the king says you can't buy an eved. Yid can't buy an eved. So the chayyim Avodim should be able to do Malacha on Shabbos because it's only a sachar, not an eved. But Yesh Chol, come and say that even now, and um and especially if there's some kind of tax that really that you know. The, Government of the government hand is saying no slaves. On the other hand, there's some kind of tax, which is sort of acknowledging that you're paying a tax for the slave, whatever the tax was exactly. So even the Rashdam <laughs> would be made, uh, this is all from the Knesset So the Maqad quotes that as uh, in, in that same discussion. <laughs> and the Rashdam himself, who quoted earlier, said that I hold the sin of but I know that there are other people who hold differently. I'm disagreeing with them. Also, he quotes from Yitzhak Poiskim, which already, you know, helps Poiskim uh, nowadays uh, find Olimar McClemmons very fast. So he quotes there from the Sefer Yad Aaron, the Yad Aren, Aren of Alfandari, who quotes from Yibishu HaTzunzen, which he clearly didn't have. Well, you can look it up now. It's the Nachal Yeshua. He also was asked the same question with the the Almana and the, the young Shifto that Maribel was asked. And Yeshua Tzumtin writes very strongly that even if the king decreed the Jews cannot buy, but if you make a Kenyan, the Kenyan is a Kenyan, and you can use, you can use it for Mamelem, and Hamachman who may right? Because legally slavery existed. We're just uh, we're discriminating against Jews here. So uh, I'm sure Tsimson is saying uh, the Kenya is a king, which of course means it's not really relevant uh, nowadays either. Yeah. Which is also, this is the Radbaz's opinion in the tshuva. So the Shaila and the Radbaz is that um, Reuven had a deal with Shemin to buy a shivcha, And the, this is in Mitzrayim, also part of Luhayr, the Ottoman Empire. The Nakhrim don't allow us, so they had to cover it up. How did they... Uh, how did the transaction come across on paper, legally? So on paper, what they did was, uh, they brought two non-Jewish witnesses, and they gave her the money, and they said it's a halva and that she should be a wet nurse for the Yid's daughter until she pays back the money, or for 10 years. But then, they wrote a shtar mechira al for al-zashifcha. So they asked the Ba'az Mitzrayim, um, what's the story here? So he said, the shifcha is a shifcha kananis shaloy so um, and the halva, all of that stuff that you did, that's all nothing upi um, halacha. And even if Reuven can never really technically resell, or how do you know that something's yours? Maybe by being able to resell it. Now technically, Reuven cannot resell it before Hashem because of those very Adem, those non-Jewish Adem who said oh, we were there and it was halva. But just because that that alone does not take away the din avdos, de milsa. She's a shdin shiv knash shleit Doesn't mention the words din but. The whole uh, punchline here is, is that according to the Radbaz, Shifra is a Shifra. Also, there's a Shach in Yeridaya that's Mashmah, we don't dina mechusadina because there's a, a Ramah there. The Ramah says, "Bechem b'dinus elu." She also the guy is shum goi. However, the child is lechayir not to keep a guy who isn't Right, we're talking about the shafcha was taivil, wasn't table. in order to keep the ever the, the shifcha, they have to be taival. If they don't do it, within a certain amount of time, you have to you can't keep them. But the shaila is whether you're able to make it that we're agreeing that this won't be to. So that's what it says. And Rama says, So we can't, even if you want to have a slave, but you can't be multiple the slave and say oh, we're gonna remagaira be you because that's illegal. Um, so it's it's as if they made a tenai not to make a bris. You can keep him as an oil for as long as you want. That's what the Ramah writes. He makes it sound like as if in Poland in the 1500s everyone had slaves and uh, they weren't uh, mal them and they weren't mal them. It's a, a bit of a, a surprising uh, statement in the Ramah. So the Shah stelzachan and says, what, what, what are we talking about? He so says, even if it happens that somehow you got an aval, you're allowed to keep him as an auto. Meaning, I don't know, somehow, you know, there's a slave trade and some slave made his way to, to Poland, even though that's not the norm. But not that the Ramah is talking about actual everyday servants that we have, who we might call avonim, those people, what can't be talking about them because they're not coney claw. And then he says, What pashat? what's the Ramah talking about? What slaves is the Ramah familiar with here in bone? The only slaves you're familiar with are the Avadim that aren't Le. So Mahai happens once in a while. If it happens once in a while, So he says the Ramah must be just quoting the Martcha and maybe back then that was true, and he's just borrowing their language, but it's I can't say the Shach doesn't know what Mitsyas the Ramah is talking about. Well, from this whole discussion with the shach, sounds like the shach holds that Lamaisa, it is a din evet, even though it's not din d'machosa. And LMA, uh you know, we have this tonight in those rare cases. talk about this tonight that you don't have to mouth him. But from the shach, it sounds like slaves do exist. So what are we going to do with the mukaidas? We have some mukaidas here that say din d'machosa, dinah, there are no slaves. Some that say there is, there are slaves. So he says, if the mechlekes, they're mechlekes, we should go to Khumra and say they aren't. However, the question now is, what happens if they go ahead and do it anyway? So he says, if you look at this mechlekes, according to Marie Bell, not only the moms who can't marry her because it's against the end of the machusa, but even if he did, would absolutely not help the children at all. Right? That's what the, the, the Maribel said, that if they go ahead, and Marry the children will be good, but only because she's a non Jew, and which is awesome to do. But with the Abbot, he did it, so that's why the children are kosher. That never ever will we ever say that the children were became kosher through the fact that Jesus shifted. Mamish doesn't exist, even with the Um, so that's Mari bell. The ones that disagree. So they mamish hold that it's a... Mishnah says the Gemara, they mamish hold that it works the Chatechala. So you have mechlekes uh, here to the extreme. Some say mamish works. Some say it mamish doesn't work. So that leads us to the discussion of what do you do when you have a Suffolk mamzer? Right? What if the guy goes ahead and does it? So you have some days that say mamish nothing. Some days that say it worked. So now you have a Suffolk mamzer. All the children are Suffolk mamzerim. I would be a Suffolk mamzer. If you would be a guy, yeah. Um. Okay, but the question is still. We're trying to use the b'diavet to figure out how to look at it if you look at it b'diavet, so we have so, such a street. Yeah, stream. yeah. But he's he's I'm he's using the b'diavet to get back. He's getting back to lechatchilas. So if you look at it, in the case of b'diavets. So it would be, uh, so from, at least from this perspective, it's a Suffolk Mamzer. That itself is a discussion, but the didina of Mamzer, what, uh, what's the deal with that? Some say military officer, some say military mutter. But he says, anyway, if we had reshus to be he says, I hold, he says, I hold. That uh, I would agree that does not does not apply here. Because what's mighty whole mucker, his mucker was that slavery is always something the king is involved in, right? Because some say it has to be hamelach and he's saying from the Gemara that uh, the king is always involved in slavery. So I know what the Mighty is talking about. In that case, in the Gemara, the slavery is the king's involved in. In every other case, regular slavery, the king is not involved in. So it was should not be over here. LMI... And he's going to be on this later. I believe Marsh Dam says that it's a problem with the mitzias. If you say the mitzias, the the kinyan doesn't happen. It never went into your shus. You can have the the, 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 king, the kingdom is preventing you from actually treating this person like a shivcha. So the kinyan can't actually go through. That would be a different problem. But if that's not how you look at it, if it's just a question of does the kinyan work, not So if din doesn't apply here, then it should be fine. But then he says, I even have a better uh, Mahalacher. He says, the Khsam seifer, a totally different discussion. If you have letters that are stuck together in the Sefer taira. Um So now, and you want to just fix it by erasing the part where they're connected. So there's a ma- so that is Chok whether you're creating the letter through Mechika. So the Khsam seifer says, when it comes to get, where you're writing the get, or machmer, not to use a get like that, where you're erasing it uh, like that. But when it comes to Shemus Hakdashim, Bidi that's a case of Bidi What are you going to do with the Shemus Hakdashim? So um, we rely on the Paiskim that say that it's not, not Chok Tuches. So what do we see from here from this Chamsam Sefer? That when you have this Minak Katza, some Paiskim say the Chatkhila, it's Mutter, and some say the it's Aser. And we personally lean towards those that say that it's Mutter. So in a case of the Chatkhila, we go with the Machmirim. But in the case of the we say we'll go with the Matinim. So he says, we should say we didn't need that. That even when we should be to Mari Bel and not be Matidim Mamzer to marry like this. But if they went ahead, so to hassle him, that would be mamash the Eved. That's Egon. We find the Rabkiva Hager says this about the things like this, that's considered a case of the and Egon. So in that case, we'd be allowed to rely on the Peskim and say that they are multiple call. Bazani. so it's a meaning so now based on this we could say you could go ahead and you're not being over on uh, being with a guy, and we're relying we're saying like for the case of this situation we're relying on the Shitta because the matzav of the children is a and then he comes up with interesting chap, says maybe we can come up with this Hamtza that should be Mimanaf Shach. Find a guy, a non-Jewish woman who wants to be MSP uh, Ms. Geyer. Buy her, uh, talk to her, arrange it, buy her as a shivcha. and be mat her for Kabala's on mitzvahs to shame Avdus. Then the shivcha should break away and then go be Taival to shame normal Gaidas, without reshus of Roddin. But she should do everything right according to with based on however you do Gaidas. now. If the Avdos is real, then the Gaitis is nothing. Um, because she can't be misguided without her husband, her the. And if she's not then a Shifcha, so then the Gaitis does work. So the, the Memz or can marry her B'li Chashash. Either she's a Shifcha or she's a Gaitis. So his act of marriage is already not a problem. We solved his act okay now what about the children only if she's a shifcha they're a mutter and if she's a geiris they're a ah so now we're going to use my idea that we're going to go with the that say that she was a shifcha after all so for the further with the guy going into the marriage we'll add this extra dimension that she's the other side that she's so the moms are for sure did nothing wrong and then when it comes to the children we'll go back to my idea that says that uh, will uh because it's <laughs> a machoikas and mustaber tamayu de matinim. I agree more with matinim. We'll rely on the makilim. How much, how far should this uh, go on for? Then he concludes. This is so, this is the first seminar of his on the topic. This was simon um, uh, Mamzayan. So he concludes in Mamzayan. He says, But because I never heard in our generation or even Previous generations close to us, not the 1500s, that they should do something like this. So there must be a good reason for it, he says. So, and as I'm going to discuss in the latest Sumanum, and that, that the way this chuvah actually began, I skipped that line, but the chuvah actually began, <speaking in Hebrew> to do the eight, so ever, tarf, and that's how we launched into the whole tshuva. Now let's look at the next chuvah the minchas Yitzchak. It seems like whatever he wrote before was something he wrote for himself, or was like a kunshurist to show the other abonim. The next chuvah is what he actually wrote Back to this tzvi le melech apayel. So mashuk asavti la hashoyel. When he printed it, he writes a brand. This is ukees be Back then he was a monkach. So this is from sivon toshen chavei. So there yeah, your question. So he starts off. He says hehini la yedati shemetz I don't know what the solution is. Now, you mentioned. And the Sheryl himself already, you know, was a rabba He said, "You mentioned the shulchan aruch to marry shivcha. So, what you mean? Not tamashiv? You mean to find the goya who wants to convert anyway, and then we'll just go through the motions of, you know, uh, you know, the ceremony. We'll be kind to her. We will be multiple her as a shivcha kanaus." But he says, "Kozel Like the money bell says, "They're They're It's just and from Arish I learned even more that it's not just halacha, but the the because he says that um, if the guy was the one who turned this other guy into a slave, so when he sells him to the yid, that's when the din Kanani knani enters the picture. The second they, they, they finish that sale, oh now the slave that transferred hands became an avet knani. But as long as he's not at all. An Eved he is, but not an Eved K'nani, not an Eved of a Yid. So now, the Marsh-Dam says can buy a slave or maid unless So that means that the transaction never uh, completes itself. So an Eved kanani never happens. And the Marshdam says, not a so, there's not even like the question of is, did the Machus, yeah, dinner, not a dinner, if you went ahead and did it. He's making it sound like if the Machus stops you from doing it, so then the transaction never happened, the Metsias. However, in this trove, he says, who also is replying to the same question, he disagrees with bell about the reality, question about the Metsias. What's the Metsias in Turkey? And he went on at length to say that Dinah Machuset doesn't apply here. Um, I'll quote from it because it's, it's interesting. So the Mabit says that, um, you know, if you want to say Dinah that's Dinah, uh, that's maybe if the king himself captured the slaves and then he decides uh, what to do with them. But he says, This is how it works. The Melch gives a shush to his avadim, his servants, he means. That whoever captures non-Jews in war from his enemies, um, the shebald works. So you're the owner. Now you can sell them. That's how it worked in the Ottoman Empire. And he says, Gifri, what's Mohamed Gifri? So Gifri is Kafrisan, Cyprus. Look it up. Uh, Turk, the Turks conquered Cyprus in 1571. He says, that was captured by Echad Me'avde HaMelech. Look it up. His name was Lala Mustafa Pasha. He was the one who conquered Cyprus. So, and he had the royal army and he captured a lot of slaves and that was a big, after that war, there was a big explosion of slaves on the slave market and they sold here and in Damasek, the Pirsum, and even Yemen were buying. They don't let Yudin have, unless it was Schiros with all those things that like the Mighty Bell claims, then how were they hanging out in the slave market and coming home with slaves? Um... He says I, the the court gives you a hard time. The nishmael and the Muslims also get a hard time when they go to court. If there was a din at the machusa, they shouldn't buy it. Then they would punish. They would punish the the, the buyers. They would punish the sellers. He says I investigated. I asked people in Damask, and they said that some of these slaves from Cyprus ended up there as well. And the yidden bought. No problem. No one told them boo. And other Ah. Hmm? no it was under Venice so they were probably Christians yeah so so that's what he's saying he's saying that Mari Bell just said no there are no slaves here in uh, in, in in Turkey for Jews we be brought from the organ of Rome this heart that they could become that if they convert to Islam different people are presenting it in different ways but the Maribel did claim that there is no such thing and he's saying uh, if they're uh, if they're not Muslims, which they weren't, they were Christians. So there's no problem. They bought and they still have. And he says there's even a case where uh shifcha went to the law and she complained that uh, her husband, her owner, the shachavimel, was chapping up with her. So then the guy got all upset and they went to the judge. And the judge actually said, no, sorry, nothing you can do. He actually owns her. He can do whatever he wants. But it was taka It was a loss of sign It wasn't a nice situation. So. The guy was forced to sell her off to someone else. It's the Mitzrayim they bought, and the and the and the Shaiftim, no one has anything to say. He says, they told me that this year, that an enemy of a Yid went and got a fatwa. That's what it says in the Chova. In the he got a fatwa from one of the Madhabs. What's a Madhab? So Madhab, in Islam, in mainstream Islam, there's four Madhabs, four groups of uh, how to interpret Muslim law and They, uh, they don't, I, guess, I don't know, maybe it's Lahab something like Ashkenazim inspire them. There's four uh, shittness in tzak. So he says that he got, so the enemy got a fatwa from one of the madhabs that um, that if they, these maids are converting to Yiddishkeit, that no, they should go to, they should really go to Islam. But the other three madhabs give a fatwa that's the opposite. So um, if they agree to convert to Judaism, Islam can't force them to go to Islam. So, you know, he's just quoting the Mitzvahs. Yes, what happened back then? He goes, on. Oh, now we don't really have time to quote all of it, but it's very interesting. if you're interested in this topic of slavery, so uh, Simcha Asaf wrote an article many decades ago called Avadim, B'sachar Avodim Yitzel Yehudim, B'me'ah based just on Mecredis, Shailas, and Shuvahs, and he has a few pages on this, these Shailas, this chapter in history. Anyway, so we see from here that uh, if it was Taqadina, the all of this was just arguing on the midsayus but if it was the law was Taka different if the was Taka right then the, my bit was wrong everyone would agree that uh, there's no Mishfakas and there's no takana. All right so we don't have time left cutter over here. Um, so the he's he's telling him that it's not really going to work. Um, now, the, the, uh, the discussion actually continued, because there's actually uh, a back and forth here between the Minchus Yitzchak and the Chalkas Yaakov. The Chalkas Yaakov was a mother of He Braish, a in Zurich from before the war. He passed away in Dov at Zion. And he, so there, we're not, we don't have anywhere close enough time to go into all the back and forth, but Rav Braish, he was in touch about the same case. And here there's like three tshuvahs in a row in Chalkas Yaakov, like six in Minchas Yitzchak, and they're responding to each other. It's all back and forth. Um, Chagas Yaakov's Mahalach, just give me another minute or two I'm sorry, to his General Mahalach was toward, he was more in favor of saying this is an option um, he goes into the whole Dinah of Machos it's one of the messiest uh, subjects in Halacha no one knows how and when it applies um, but uh, he, he, he wants to say that uh, if you go, if you do the Kenyan okay. if you go ahead and you ignore the Dinah de Machas, if you do the Kenyan the Shem Avdos, Kabbalas Mitzvahs, it should at least be a Machleikas and he holds the Dinah din as the Rabbana, a the Qsam cipher. So, Shasad Chak, it should work, according to Rabbi Reish. Um And he seems to, his mascot is almost like, we should talk do we have to do it right. Of course, we have to find out exactly how to do a shikhrer and all of these things. And uh, he says, we see in Torah, we always even, uh, that we force the Odin to free him, because otherwise he can't marry anyone. We see this idea that you have to help someone get married, even if it's but even if you being over on certain things. Min so, responds, there's a back and forth. Like I said, there's no time for that at all. The uh, Moskona was b'chloss, Min was pretty much against it. Moskona, Kakos Yaakov was pretty much ba'ad, although not l'ma'isig, you have to get other rabbanim involved. Um, this really, you know, could use a part two. I don't know if it's going to happen. So I'm just going to say the kids are, Rav Sternbuch in his house actually has a show where he gives step-by-step step how to do it practically. We saw Jacob Fisher, later in the he had a whole idea. That maybe you should do it in an embassy because we know embassies are uh, not bound by local law. So if you want to get around the laws, do it in the embassy's uh, yard, and then you'll uh, get around it. And he says, maybe Saudi Arabian Embassy, I don't know. <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> And I told the Rashishiva, they should tell the Bachar that he should say <laughs> the Fairish Sha'in is one of the discussions. We have to have the right thing in mind, we say the right thing, that it's not the <laughs> Shem otherwise, maybe Bistama, you think that he doesn't want it to be a to No, So he is thinking about this soon. So he has to say it's not Nisuin. Uh better to say it, even maybe if you don't say it, it's also fine. Uh, Rav Meisha Feinstein is, it's claimed that he once did this uh, solution in some situation, and Moshe has his own sheet about how the Machusa works and when it applies. Uh, Rav Yashiv they say refused when they asked him to sign off and something like this. He refused. There are many other has a about it. There's a about it. There's a lot more detail on the subject. It seems like practically nowadays the solution that's usually used in most situations is by now the place have figured out a system of how to be matire or and mamzaidim because whenever it's in ish, you always find a way to somehow possible the first Nisuin and, and uh, yeah, then you at least have a case of a Suffolk mamzer, which is his own discussion as we mentioned before, the whole Suffolk mamza thing. To conclude, Rabbi Shuchat pointed out to me at this an interesting Tzemaq Tzedek um, printed in Chilak Avonah Azur that Tzemaq Tzedek says that we see that the Torah does not follow your DSMs in the case of a mamzer, because the trader is not to mamzer, even though it's 50-50. And if we go by your DSMS, we should be chayshish. Like any other Sefik Day Raisa, but we see that it's different. And the parenthesis, Simchas Hag says, "B'Atama Pisoit Shemaiti from Izeda, B'Hay the Sefik Mamzer Shaya, should the Kol Shiechel Nusafik B'Zeh Shuv Einachit Zayinim Yo'in Komen Neshama." So what makes something other? Awesome. Awesome. It's all the pnimius that the chitzayin the klippus. But the uh, P M S combines that when is a Sefik Mamzer, the mitzias churuchnius is that the chitzayin can't be yo'inik from this neshama, even if the P Mitzias was a Mamzer. Right thanks as